Welcome to the Birth Nurses Podcast. I'm Shana Brickner from Preparented, and I'm joined by my co-host Liz Baker-Wade from Birth and Beyond in Santa Monica. We are the Birth Nurses. In this podcast, we talk about birth and nursing practice and labor and delivery, and in a broader sense, the whole world of nursing too. From two women who have been on both sides of the birthing bed, we've got some things to talk about that will enhance your understanding of birth. Whether you're a first-time pregnant parent, a parent to one or more babies, or a professional in the birth world, this podcast is for you. Join me and Liz and special guests as we share and learn from each other here on the Birth Nurses Podcast. Welcome back to the Birth Nurses Podcast. Today we have a special guest. We haven't had a guest in a while on our podcast, and her name is Anhoni Patel. Maybe you've heard of Mrs. Patel's Lactation Treats. Welcome. We're so glad to have you here. And it's just me and Anhoni today. Liz is not present. So I am leading this interview. And um, yeah, I want to hear from you, Anhoni. Tell us about yourself, your background, where are you from, how many kids do you have, all that good stuff. (laughs) Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I've been really looking forward to this chat and just having a good time today. Thank you for the great introduction. I am the founder of Mrs. Patel's. We were founded 10 years ago in San Francisco. And we make food for women or people with uteruses. And we focus on foods with Ayurvedic herbs. And Ayurveda is the ancient Indian medicinal system. It's been used for thousands and thousands of years in India and the South Asian subcontinent. And we make foods that are very specific to people who are going through pregnancy, lactation, postpartum wellness and health, and then general women's health or, you know, slash people with uteruses health. So if you're menstruating, if you're going through menopause, you can have some of our products the moment you start menstruating, let's say when you're 12, to when you finish menstruation and going through menopause, when you possibly are in your late 50s to 60s. So we have a large range of people who are part of our community and what the greatest honor is being able to share something that is so special and such an important part of our family with others around the country, being able to help others, which is the, the mission for Mrs. Patel's is to support women and, or, you know, and people who are going through these phases in their life. That's awesome. Um, And so thank you so much for having me so that we can have this chat. Yeah. So in San Francisco, are you still in San Francisco now? We are still in San Francisco. Um, I am one of the lucky people who live in the same neighborhood as I work. Oh, that's amazing. So I live in the same neighborhood where our kitchen and office and warehouse spaces. Wow. This probably, I'm guessing, stemmed from your own postpartum experience. Am I right? Absolutely right. Of your business. Uh, so tell us about that. Mrs. Patel is my mother. That's how my mother refers to herself. I am not a Mrs. I'm a Ms. But my mother you know, is Mrs. Patel. And so the company is named after her. And the recipes for our products are inspired from recipes that have been passed down 
from mother to mother to mother within our family for generations, for hundreds of years. So like my great, great grandmother made them for my great grandmother and my great grandmother made them for my grandmother, like so on and so forth. So when I had my own children, my mom came and took care of me and made all these products that my grandmother who lived with us, by the way, who I grew up with and was bunk mates with <laughs> um, my whole life. I was very, very close with her. You know, she made all those little, all these foods that are supposed to help you through that postpartum period to help with lactation, help with nutrition, just nourishment. This is when I had my son in 2009 and I was a writer. I was a writer for 10 years. Wow. So I was in this field of writing and editing. That is the field I went back to after my maternity leave. I, I did love cooking and baking very much. My mom made all these wonderful foods for me. You know, after, you know, my went back to maternity leave, I went back to my normal job, which I love. Such a passion for me to do to write. But mm -hmm. during this time, I was part of all these communities of new mothers. And that I entered, right, yeah. this community that I wasn't part of before. And I met so many people who had struggles, like postpartum struggles, lactation struggles, just general, like their menstrual cycle was all, mm -hmm. you know, screwed up. You're staying up nursing, you're carrying the baby, you're pushing a stroller, you're holding the car seat. So they're having like joint issues. Yeah. And these were, you know, everyone, no one was 80 years old. Everyone was generally <laughs> in the same year. But we had bodies of 80-year-olds, right. like, on a good day. Some of these 80-year-olds running circles around me. But I was pretty good. And so my friends would joke. You know, people in my mom's group would joke. They're like, we need some of that. We need some of the Patels. And I'm like, oh, ha-ha, that's funny. And I didn't really do anything with it, right? That wasn't. My, the intention of the foods and then I had my daughter less than two years later so wow. I had two kids in diapers wow. like many other people right but my kids were very close in age and my mom came again and made all those foods and at that point I was really immersed in this community of mothers and community of new parents that I was part of and I really thought about how I could help this community I was a part of now. You know, my mom made those foods again. They worked fantastically again. And I thought, this is, and my mom stayed with me for six months. Wow. I was like, you know, I had that light bulb moment. Like, this could really help a lot of people. Like, I really should share this with my mom friends and these new parent groups I'm part of. And my mom was like, you know, that's a great idea. You love baking. You love all this. You know, you love creating things. You're very creative. You're a very creative person. <laughs> You're so creative and holding. My mom. parents are like, <laughs> you should do, you can do anything. I'm like, thank you. And so she, I had help. You know, she was there to help me take care of the kids. So I, my mom whipped up a batch of the foods and snacks that she'd made for me. And I gave it to people in my mom's groups. And I was like, you know, if you have any friends who, you know, who just hate gave birth or could use something like this, pass it on. And then, you know, first I got my friend's feedback. I'm like, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. And I'm like, they're, they're being right, nice. Right. <laughs> they're not. Let's get real. 
So then I was like, can you pass it to friends of yours? And I'll give you an anonymous questionnaire. And it really, it was not traceable. I could not tell who would submit it. It was just, I put it out into the, the ether. <laughs> and then I continued to get positive feedback and constructive feedback as well. And long story short, like when my daughter was four and a half months old, and my son was like, you know, what, 25 months? I don't know, like a handful over two years uh -huh. old. I started Mrs. Patel's. Wow. And we just been chugging along, taking over the world. Yeah. <laughs> Ever Killing since. Killing it on Instagram with your videos and your posts. <laughs> Everybody loves those. <laughs> I had a funny story. I went to one of my cousin brother's weddings this weekend and people you know so there's hundreds of people and people recognize me people i didn't were not part of my family guests recognize me from my mother-in-law videos because i wore those glasses i wear these glasses they're like quote-unquote my mother-in-law costumes yes. they're my actual glasses um, people are like oh my god you're are you mrs patel and i'm like i i am and so that was my celebrity That's moment amazing. i was like i also make treats i also right. have a company i'm also a different person off screen off camera yeah I was... <laughs> so that was my you know celebrity moment so we it's been quite an honor That's amazing. it's been quite an honor. and my and my mother my dad has passed since passed mm -hmm. um a couple, few years ago but my parents were both really involved. Like they, like people had known who were part of our community for many years have seen them because they'd be like in do, helping put stickers on packaging and like doing little things and helping me put boxes together and just any help way they could help out. It takes a village. They were incredibly helpful. Wow. And so they were still tickled pink. My mom is still tickled pink that, all these people, like people who she does not know around the country, people who are not Indian, not from our culture at all, are using our family recipes. Amazing. She just loves yeah. it. It's a little giggle for her. And then my grandmother also, who I spoke about earlier, also has since passed. And when she was passing... In the process of passing, I flew out to be by her bedside. She helped me develop those recipes when I first started as well, on the phone and on FaceTime, which was interesting to do with someone's grandmother. I was able to give her, obviously she you know, tasted everything that we had made, but I showed her my pamphlets, some of our little designs, and I got to show her the website. And she, her photo is in our pamphlets on our website. And I got to tell her, that even though she was leaving this world, her legacy was going to live on forever, wow. long after she had passed. Wow. And that something that she has created has brought good into this world. And that was such an honor for me to be able to give her, thank her for the gift that she has given, to recognize it, and just let her know that her name will live on. Oh my gosh, now we're both crying. <laughs> that's amazing every single time I tell that story because it and it's really it's one of my most special stories I do get emotional yeah. because it was it was one of those moments mm -hmm. like at the in like a cinematic moment wow. core memory moments yeah. and it was such that's an beautiful. honor that was such an accomplishment mm -hmm. 
I'm Elizabeth Baker Wade. I am a labor and delivery nurse, registered nurse, birth educator, and podcaster. My birth education classes are concentrated on how to have a better hospital birth and high-risk pregnancy. What's high risk? What does that mean? High risk are moms who are experiencing histories of chronic hypertension, pregnancy-induced hypertension, we call that preeclampsia, insulin-dependent diabetes, infertility, and other comorbidities in their pregnancy, which bump them into a higher risk category. Mm. Why do you like to teach about high-risk pregnancies? Because there's going to be more interventions often in the high-risk mom. And getting familiar with the vernacular and understanding the risk-benefit of these interventions and why your obstetrician is going to bring them up and getting prepared for what's going to happen in the hospital, I think can really greatly reduce fear and anxiety. And a lot of moms out there have comorbidities these days. It's true. We need to help them out on their way. Making peace with intervention when necessary helps for a better, smoother labor and delivery, I think. How can someone sign up for your class? They can go to birthandbeyond.net. You can email me at liz at birthandbeyond.net. I will respond within 24 hours. All my schedules, fees, and times are on my website. I also have a consultation membership and a text me anything membership for a month at a time where I will answer as many texts as you need for questions that come up out of the blue. Lots of texts come after the appointment, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I just had an appointment with my LB and I what don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm at birthandbeyond.net. you've kind of given us an overview of Mrs. Patel's The Origin Story. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) now I want to know, what are these treats? Can you give us specifics? What is in them? And how did you know that they were going to help people with their breastfeeding journeys, their their pregnancies, their postpartum journeys? There's like a science right behind all our products. They're all generally, generally Ayurvedically balanced. Right. So for someone who's going through these parts of their life, you know, they're high in healthy fats, which you need. Right. Yes. They're nutritionally dense. They're high in protein, right? Plant based yeah. proteins. And they also, as I spoke about earlier, they have herbs. They have these Ayurvedic herbs. So these are like, this is like the secret recipe, so to speak, or like the formula, mm-hmm. if you will for what people need after going through such big changes in their life. Like you need something nutritionally dense and they're easy to eat and super, right? Like once you make them those bite size, they're not easy to make, (laughs) which is where we come. They're actually challenging to make. The person who just gave birth or is nursing is not making them themselves. That is not part of the tradition. Someone is making it for you. Like we, me, I am making it for you or, you know, your mother or grandmother or whoever, right? Your father, that person, you know, if he knows the recipes, they're making it for you. Um, your brother, who knows, right? So um, someone else is making it for you. But once they are made, they're, they're bite-sized, they're, they're easy to eat. And one of those reasons are, you know, if you want to, like you're just 
you know, you stumble out of your room. Mm-hmm. You've been up every two hours. Okay, my daughter woke up every two to two and a half hours for two years. It's like they have a clock, an alarm clock inside yeah. of them. How? <laughs> yeah. And you just went through something traumatic in that you gave birth or had a C-section right. or a vaginal birth. Either way, it was a big mm-hmm. deal, right? You stumbled out of the room. You don't know what day is it. I don't even know. You don't know what time it is. It's, it's sunny, maybe. <laughs> and you need something quick to eat. And quick to eat means not your toddler's scrapes off their plate over the sink. Like something that's for you. you right? Know Every come what on. I had for we, breakfast? All of us, okay? <laughs> Without fail. I have to do a TikTok oh, about yeah. that or a reel yes. about that. You're eating like whatever, and that you're just, and it's quick. You're just stuffing it, mm-hmm. you know, before you have to do the school run or do your next task before the baby wakes up. So, you want something that you can eat that's just for you, that's a power pack. So, we use one of our ingredients is ghee, for example, for in our lactation treats. Now, we also have vegan. I am vegan. Um, we also have an entire gluten free and vegan line. I'm also gluten free. Um, we use coconut oil, also a beautiful, rich, healthy yes. fat. So we make our own ghee. Ghee is very expensive to buy so bulk. So we make our own ghee wow. in our kitchens. It's just this very, very rich fat. Like this is not diet, quote unquote, whatever that means, right. diet food, no, um, which I don't believe in. But lactating, yeah. Do not. Yeah, and, and, or ever. Right. Like let's just be healthy <laughs> right. and eat balanced meals. And then we have almond meal. So which is just ground up almonds, right? It's, you know, all the skin is in there. And so that's full of protein, right? And fiber, exactly, because you need to use the Uh restroom on a regular basis, (laughs) right? After you give the birth, we all know what that's like, and you need to clean out the system. Mm -hmm. And so, (laughs) so you have, like, you know, you have healthy fats like ghee, coconut oil, lots of nuts, and our energy bars, which we are, we call super bars. We also have pistachio. So we have a variety of nuts. And then you have traditionally our lactation treats, what are called lactation treats. It's called mitibak. And that's just like they're different names for it. Different families have their recipes. This is a variation of my family's recipe. Okay. So you'll use jaggery. It looks like a rock is it a of, brown, of solid brown sugar. Oh. It's, it's hard to describe. It has a very distinctive taste. It's like a mix between a solid chunk of molasses and solidified brown sugar. Okay. But it's not processed. I have heard of this. Yeah. Chemically processed, I should say. Everything is processed to a certain extent. So we use, you cannot get, that was not sustainable to use jaggery. So we use, we, we use sugar we, as a sweetener. I'd like to one day transfer to coconut sugar mm-hmm. once it's a little bit more sustainable for a small business yeah. um, because I personally use that. Do, and so I'd like to transfer to that a little bit later down the road. So then you have your healthy hats, you have proteins, um, you have some of the herbs. So our lactation treats have fenugreek which is you know as you know a well-known galactagogue Mm -hmm. it's one of the most studied galactagogue i dare say it's one of the to a certain extent one of the most recommended more more standard recommended in america herbs 
if you're working with, you know, maybe a medical professional or lactation professional over something like Shatavri, which is a little less known outside of Ayurveda. And I like to talk about fenugreek a little bit later on because that's a very interesting herb. Um, It is not for everyone. And for example, for our website, we have an entire page about fenugreek. And on the product pages, which, you know, have fenugreek as an ingredient, we have a whole section of like, who who cannot take fenugreek? Mm. Um, And that has been looked over by healthcare professional. Also to note is that we personally, Mrs. Patel's, as a company, doesn't use medicinal quality of herbs, like a supplement quantity. We use a culinary quantity. So Mm. it's what you'd find in food at a restaurant, as my moms were making. They weren't taking and measuring things out and doing, you know, and giving me prescription strength herbs. You need to go to an Ayurvedic doctor Mm -hmm. or a certified herbalist or a lactation professional who knows your health history to get that kind of dosage of herbs. This is my personal opinion. And Mm -hmm. this is what Mrs. Patel's recommends. So we have fenugreek, which I'll talk about a little bit later, which is a galactagog that helps. And we have this all listed, like every single ingredient that we have, we have like how, what's in it and what it actually does to your body and how it is supporting you. So fenugreek works in conjunction with milk removal. So it helps you support your supply in conjunction with milk removal. So I feel like that's a very important point and very important distinction to make Mm -hmm. is that you have to have milk removal via body feeding, direct breastfeeding, or hand expression, or milk removal via a pump. Mm -hmm. And when you're doing all those things consistently and frequently, um, and if there are no other issues with latch or whatnot, Fenugreek, along with other galactagogues, can help you support your system. Help support your system in those efforts. Not for everyone. Once again, not a magic pill, right. not a panacea. It is a tool in the toolkit, mm-hmm. and it is an herb that has been used for centuries in in India and in other cultures as well. But as I said, I like to just I can only speak to Indian culture um, in a more informed manner. Our lactation treats have fenugreek, but not everyone can have fenugreek. So our lactation cookies and energy energy bars and lactation teas, for example, do not have fenugreek. They have other galactagogues. And one of my favorite galactagogues, and I just did a video on this that's you know going viral on TikTok, is about Shatavri. I got called out for this for mispronouncing it. Oh no. <laughs> because I was taught like I was taught it was Shatari and someone called me out and was like, Girl, you are mispronouncing that and now I'm ashamed. Oh my gosh. Perhaps should be pronounced Sitavari. I'm probably mispronouncing it. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna call adding it Shatavri. An, adding an extra little uh in this there. Is, yeah. The break in this uh-huh. word is are in different places. So Shatavri or Satavari is called the queen of herbs in Ayurveda. It is given to people as young as when they first start menstruating, you know, 10, 11, 12. And you can take this herb all the way through menopause. And it's a hormone balancer. And it's not, doesn't have, like, there are some people who can't take it, perhaps people who have certain autoimmune conditions. Mm. Again, it depends on dosaging, very specific autoimmune conditions. But generally, it has, doesn't have contraindications okay. um, like fenugreek does. Mm-hmm. 
it helps, like I said, with hormone balancing. So you can have it to help with your menstrual cycle with PMS, right? And cramps, which is hello. Especially like when you're like just regulating and you're in junior high, you're in high school and your body's just trying to get the swing of things. Or Or like right after you have a baby, you're regulating again. Exactly. And you're like, people don't, and, and um, people have that dip in supply. Like they don't know when they're getting their cycle mm-hmm. or their cycle just crashes their supply, right? For a couple weeks. And then there's panic, especially if you're working and you're not, and you need a certain amount of milk to bring to daycare right. or to your caregiver. Then it helps with pregnancy. It helps specifically with morning sickness, huh. helps with lactation because it helps stimulate stimulate the production of prolactin it helps with menopause it helps with night sweats it's literally so incredibly versatile wow it's nuts i'm obsessed with this or that a lot of people don't know about and once again i am not an ayurvedic doctor i am not a certified herbalist i am not while i'm studying to be so i am not an IBCLC. Oh, you're studying and to so, be an IBCLC? I am. Woo-hoo. I've been, I studied, I started before the pandemic, actually, in 2018. Awesome. I started, like, I have to take a bunch of classes. Yeah. So I'm on my way, there was a break. I was not studying during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. My dad did pass away during that time, so I was not studying <laughs> during that time. Though he probably was like, would have been like, what are you doing? You should be studying. Oh. Indian dads. And my goal is to get back on track this year. Good for you. Yeah, it's a goal of mine. So that I can be better educated when speaking to the people in our community. Yeah. We are admins of our IBCLC, and that's who answers questions in our DMs. And of course, the people who run our weekly Sunday Q&A, mm-hmm. our lactation professionals. And all our messaging is IBCLC and healthcare professional approved. While all those people are amazing, I am not in that those categories. So... I feel like you should work with someone individually before mm-hmm. you take, again, any do- concentrated dosages of herbs. Sure. Please do not write to me and tell me you have a cyst and you don't know what to do. I will, you do, Please do not. I can't right. help you. You you need to talk. Girl, you need to talk to the doctor. Go to the doctor. Um, <laughs> please. <laughs> like now. <laughs> and yes, we've gotten multiple DMs like that. I mean, I, you're I speaking like, from oh. experience for sure. I'm like, speaking from experience. <laughs> And I'm like, I really appreciate that you respect me with this information. (laughs) I'm honored. You know, if you're like, I have an issue, X, Y, Z, you should talk, you know, someone who knows your health history and work with you on all on on dosaging. And also like what other, like, especially for lactation and you're working with like an IBCLC Mm -hmm. or a lactation professional, there's other things that might be going on that need support. And if those are not in place, the issue that you might have may not be resolved. So, so we have Shatavri in our products, which I, you know, love clearly. And then two of my little favorite secret herbs, we call it our secret weapons. They're in our lactation treats only. Are these two rare, rare in that they're hard to get and they're very difficult to find bulk. At least difficult for me. Um, If someone else has a lead, please tell me and reach out to me (laughs) because I can't easily find it are these two herbs that are very specific for postpartum healing. Also good if you have arthritis. Mm. So if you're just have like 
arthritic problems, if you're, for whatever reason, you had, uh, you used to be an athlete or you uh, do work out a lot and you just need some muscle recovery options or you need to take care of your joints if you're a senior. Um, I have, I have um, an autoimmune disease and so I have actually full body arthritis that can flare up. So these two herbs, which a lot of people don't know about, but when they know, they know, are inner lactation treats. And we don't really advertise them because that's not really why people are getting them. But my mom is like these, and they're expensive as I, and hard to find, as I have said. But she's like, these have to be in there because people need these after they give birth. I don't care if they don't know that, they're, that they, they need them or they know the importance of it, but it's so important that you can't ever take them out, even if they're not cost you know, even if they're not cost effective, right. even if they're cost like a million dollars and you're going to lose money on them. Okay, well, I'm dying to, to know them. what are the secret weapons? <laughs> so two secret weapons. So I'm going to say them in my language in Gujarati okay. and then I'll say the English translation. So gundar, which is a basically gum, G-U-M, we get it. It's a resin from the Akasha tree. Okay. And then ganthoda, which is translated in English to peep removal. I don't even know how to pronounce it properly in English. So, because even at work, we refer it only, only as ganthoda. And there are roots that are, ganthoda is a wild crafted root. We have crafted from the area from where I am from in Gujarat. You grind it up and it's, those two are like amazing for arthritis and joint pain, wow. right? Yeah. You are holding your baby. We talked about this, holding your baby up all night carrying such heavy things mm -hmm. everything is so heavy you're i don't know this, like, I, I know it has to be for safety when you're feeding and you're your holding baby the bag. and yeah. you're, you start to develop mommy thumb the yes carpal tunnel and the back your back, back is stop your back is shot yeah. people have carpal tunnel right i have so many women have wrist bands mm -hmm. so many people right how new parents have wristbands your lower back Forget that. Your core is all messed up. So your lower back is going along for the ride. And you're up all night. You're Even if you're sidelined, you're, it's not even, it's such an unnatural position. God bless you if it's not unnatural. For me, it made no sense. I did it. It just made no sense. <laughs> and it hurts. And so, it was, and I was not ready to do yoga. Right. Okay. Anhori Patel does not do yoga at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and yet here I was right here we are so i these were like lifesavers for me because i was just like many people kind of falling apart at the seams so another one of the herbs that we love is dill seeds so which is i when i my mom first made me this drink with dill seeds i thought that was very surprising because you know dill seeds like i i don't really ever really new dill seeds outside of like what pickles or I don't know whatever right. right yeah and so she made this thing called and I'll say it in my language a savanupani which means water of dill hmm. dill water right <clears throat> and I was so I took that dill base and I developed my mother and I developed two lact of our lactation teas. So we have two flavors. One is an herbal blend and one is our chai spice, which oh, is a fan chai. favorite. 
Yeah, it's like so many people love Thai, and like this is something that is, it, it's almost sacred. It is like drinking cha, cha in my in Gujarati, it's cha, in Hindi, it's chai, is it's an art. That's yes. the best way I could describe it. it. There's an art to it. I do not, people are like, oh, what do you drink when you go out? I'm like, I do not drink cha out in a cafe. <laughs> I, no, thank I'll go to someone's house. An Indian person's house who knows how to make it. The right way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a whole thing, right? And you have herbs are just for that. My dad grew a little mint in his garden just for um, the cha. Like, it's a whole art to it. So I took the dill base. And I'll explain why why dill, right? Which that's really interesting. Once again, that information is on our website. And I added other galactagogues like alfalfa leaf, which is a wonderful galactagogue, mm-hmm. um, full of vitamins as well. And then I added rooibos, and this is specifically in our chai spice lactation teas. Rooibos, which I always love, mm-hmm. is a an herbal, non-caffeinated, naturally sweet tea from South Africa. It is so luscious mm-hmm. and so beautiful and rich, and it smells so good. And when you combine that smell with our spices, so we have whole green cardamom pods, we have cinnamon chips, and we have whole cloves. Mm. It adds this beautiful aroma. Like you can open it up, you can use it at potpourri. You can just throw that in your linen drawer and, <laughs> and have and some so potpourri. <laughs> it has a very beautiful aromatic flavor. And it's very, it's a bestseller for a reason. So dill is, um, it does help. It is a galactagogue, but that's not its main use. Alfalfa is actually the main galactagogue in that Mm. recipe. Dill is a blood cleanser. It's used traditionally to clean out your uterus after you give birth. It can also help to clean your uterus after your menstrual cycle, right? Because that's what your menstrual cycle is. It cleans out your your uterus, which is the medical term rather than the term I use is your (laughs) hoo-hoo. And so it cleans out your body, cleans out your hoo-hoo. And so after you give birth, you got to clean out Mm -hmm. your your uterus. you got to clean yourself out. And, And that is part of postpartum healing. That is why we use dill. In those recipes, that's it can help. It is a mild galactagogue, but that's not what its main use is. The galactagogue is alfalfa. This is for postpartum healing. Hey, this is Shana Brickner. I'm an international board certified lactation consultant, and I want to let you know something really exciting. I can accept many more insurances for lactation visits now. If you have Anthem, Blue Cross, Blue Shield, Cigna, Oscar, United Healthcare, or Tricare West, and soon Aetna and HealthNet, then it's likely that we can have six or more lactation visits covered by your insurance. This can be a home visit or virtual visit if you're not in LA. If the financial side of things have been holding you back from setting up an appointment with me or any other lactation consultant, don't let it email me or go to my website, which is www.preparented.com to schedule a visit with me for any lactation issue. This could be low or high milk supply, clogged ducts, pumping issues, latching issues, bottle feeding, tongue tie or lip tie, using a nipple shield, positioning difficulties, 
introducing solid food or even weaning. I can help you with all of those things and I would love to help you reach your breastfeeding goals. Reach out to me at preparented.com or email me and my link is in the show notes. Hope to hear from you soon. So did your mom, when she came over after you had your first baby and your second baby, she already knew all this stuff because of her mom and her and her grandma. And my grandmother and, knew because of her mom. So it's just like tradition awesome. of women's wisdom. So can you tell us, on a personal note, what are some postpartum healing traditions that your mom helped you through and mm-hmm. that you're able to that you practiced with Mm -hmm. your babies you know in our family and generally in the Indian culture we have this whole ritual if you will or whole you know postpartum journey so for 40 days after you give birth you're supposed to convalesce now back in the day you know what you would do is you would leave your husband's house and when you're like maybe in your third trimester and you would go to your Mossad and that is your, where your mom's village is. Mm. And that way you're not doing any work. You're off the clock and your mom's and your brother and your, your family, your maternal side is going to take care of you. That is what, you know, my mom did, what my grandma did, so on and so forth. And you're taken care of. So my mom came and took care of me for six months. I should also add that I was on bed rest with my son from month two and a half onwards. I was on oh bed my rest. Gosh. I had a very, very high risk so pregnancy. your whole pregnancy. My whole pregnancy. And my mom couldn't do that. She knew she was going to come later on. Okay. She worked at a school. She was going to use part of her summer. She was going to like, you know, she worked on the admin side at a public school. So she was going to kind of like add time together but she couldn't take up that much time and so my dad came who is already retired and he took care of me for a couple of months and he was the best so they both took care of me when my um, son was born she came and so the whole tradition is as i said 40 days 40 days of convalescing you stay in your room you don't have to do anything you chill out you take care of your body you take care of the baby you nurse and you nurse and you just bond Mm -hmm. but you don't have to you don't have to do anything and it's kind of like (laughs) like you shouldn't be like running around you don't need to run around and like you also it's kind of like taking a break from social media taking a break from everything and taking that time just for yourself and also like that bonding time with your baby and bonding time with yourself and your new self and this yeah. new identity that you are now a part of. It's just very special, very sacred. It's taken very seriously. And so you, no one, you're not cooking. People are cooking for you. My mom made all the things for me. And if you don't have a Mrs. Patel in your life, that's okay. You have, that's what meal trains are for. I've done right? so many <laughs> meal trains for friends mm-hmm. for various reasons, right? So you can set that up ahead of time and food is brought to you. You can do meal trains that are like, well, I can't bring food or, or I'll bring food and I'm going to do a load of laundry. And you Amazing. can have that community support. Yes. And so many people are on their own or isolated 
it's already a very challenging, isolating time for a person to feel alone even more on top of that can be devastating for many people. For example, I, do, I did have my mother, I had my family who are amazing and I'm very, very lucky to have them. Must have done something right in my past life to have this kind of karma, as I say. My friends, before I got pregnant, my friends were not married. They did not have children. They weren't dating. There was no prospects. There were single ladies. They were living their best lives being single ladies. So I went on like Yahoo groups and or like I figured out in my neighborhood, I looked and in San Francisco, I looked for different groups where I could find people who were in the same trimester as myself. Mm -hmm. And I joined mom groups and I created two moms groups. I created the community for myself because I knew I needed one of the best advices that I got from like an older sister cousin sister was like get yourself a mom's group and I'm like okay got it like that's what I got and so I did created one for myself so that wow. I of course I love my best friends and some of whom are still single ladies years <laughs> later living their best life but I needed to have that community and yes. have people in the same place as me and it was it is till this day that's one of my core group of best friends I have wow. several very good groups of friends and those are my girls and those are my mamas, and we got each other's back. And we are still learning from each other and supporting each other and helping each other be the best parents. And um, we identify as mothers, mothers that we can. You don't need a Mrs. Patel. You don't need a Hershwina Patel. You can create that group for yourself and create that support for yourself. Um, maybe not for your first kid, but you can do it for your second or third or fourth or whatnot. My mom came. She made all these foods for me, just nurtured me. She took a massage course so that and postpartum massage and she gave me a massage every single morning after she prepared my sits bath for three weeks and I mean a good massage a proper good I wore like my little robe or like a shroud or something like that and she gave me an oil warm oil massage postpartum massage because it was very specific and then I got into my sits bath that she prepared for me and it was like the ultimate nurturing and yes. care. Yes, that's how you cannot pay new, that back. Yeah, that's how every new mom should be treated. Yes, and like this is it. This is yeah. how. This is part. And I should say, along with all the foods and the massage and just taking care of me, my mother-in-law. So I, my husband is Korean, a Korean Guamanian. He grew up in Guam, the island of Guam, and my mother-in-law came. I think they're still in Guam at the time, but she came and after my mom left and she took care of me and I was able to be gifted with the Korean postpartum Mm. traditions. Tell us about that. So she made me seaweed soup and she made me all these nutrient iron rich. So why seaweed? This is because seaweed is high in iron Mm. and, and you're depleted of iron and you have blood loss, right? Um, after some people have a lot of blood loss mm-hmm. after you have a child, and so this is like one of the basic staples of Korean tradition. Um, I'm sure there's more. I can't speak to that. I have a Korean friend mm-hmm. who just gave birth, and her mom was making date tea. Oh, have you heard of that? It was like all these no. dates in a pot, just sizzling with. Um, and boiling oh. with some spices. I don't know exactly what was in there, but that 
looks spices. like. Spices. That's fascinating because Koreans yeah. don't use a lot of spices. Oh, maybe it was. I'm I fascinated. I know, <laughs> I know about the dates because they were in our wedding ceremony. That's a okay. really important part. I got to find out if some, I, I need to get my hands on some of that and figure that out. <laughs> That's I'm going to awesome. go to Korea next summer, and I'm going to figure that out. So so your mother-in-law videos aren't representing your own mother-in-law. <laughs> they are not. And I need to do a video disclaimer one day <laughs> just, you know, saying I am not throw – I cannot throw her under the bus. Like, right. thank God she does not. she's not on the gram or the TikTok <laughs> or on Facebook, and she doesn't speak English because I can imagine – I hope one day are one of her mom – her Aji, her her grandma friends, her Aji my friends looked is like, wait a minute, isn't this your mother, your sister, your daughter-in-law? Excuse me, and shows her the video and she's like, huh, is she talking about you? That can't happen. So hopefully that never gets to Korea ever, oh and is never translated ever. Yes, it's not so based funny. on her. She is so supportive. She supports, you know, the way that I want to parent and do our, our systems. I'm also very respectful towards her. Like, I, you know, I try to be the best daughter-in-law that I can. And um, and that is not my relationship with her. Like, I love her. Yeah. And she loves me. And I tell Aww. her so. And she tells me. And I feel really lucky when also, like, when my mother comes, I feel like, oh, my God, this is so helpful and so wonderful. And I have that same feeling in my heart when my mother-in-law comes or That's my father-in-law. Really I want to wrap things up, but is there anything else that we didn't get to that you wanted to talk about? You said some really great things. I mean, your lactation treats and your teas are full of all those amazing herbs and ingredients that help with lactation and menstruating and menopause pre-menopause that whole <laughs> cycle and then your own postpartum experiences and how that influenced the creation the origin of mrs patel's really enjoyed hearing from you today but anything yeah. else that you wanted to say um, i just I, to anyone who's out there that's listening to this i just wanted to let you know that you are not alone you might feel maybe that you are alone, but I am telling you as in Honey Patel that I've got your back and you are not alone. And there are many other people right there beside me that support you. And while you might not have someone making you your, those foods, you have a community that you can create for yourself that can help you with that. You can buy yourself some Mrs. Patels and you can have that nurturing nourishment and also their social media, which has many, many faults. But one of the wonderful pros of social media is that you can have an instant community. So you can mm. join a Facebook group, vet it <laughs> so that it's supportive. Um, you can tell really quickly. Um, we would love to have you. We have a Mrs. Patel's community page on Facebook that we're developing. We have a wonderful community on Instagram. We have free Q&As. We have funny videos. So I do those mother-in-law videos and other funny videos because I really want people to be able to laugh, which in hard times yeah. I feel is very important to have some joy in midst any kind of darkness or challenges. I mm -hmm. think humor is very powerful. And that's why, and I also like to think I'm a very funny person. <laughs> you um, are that's funny. one of my gifts. <laughs> um, so I like to add humor. 
alongside information. And there's other great pages and other great resources like this that show support and show you're not alone and that other people are there right with you. And so you will never, and you don't need to have a postpartum period or any phase of your life where you are alone. There's people out there that would love to support you. Yep. Thank you so much, Enhoni. And for 20% off of anything on the Mrs. Patel's website, you can mm-hmm. put in the code BIRTH20, B-I-R-T-H-2-0, and you'll get 20% off. So thank you so much for that discount code for our listeners. And I so enjoyed talking to you today. This was really fun. I think I had too much fun. So (laughs) thank you for this. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Birth Nurses Podcast. If you enjoyed this, there are a few ways you can support us. First, you can share this podcast with your pregnant friends or new moms. Secondly, you can write a review and rate us on iTunes. And thirdly, we would love if you would check out our Instagram accounts and websites. I'm on Instagram as Preparented and online www.preparented.com. And Liz is on Instagram as Birth Nurse Liz, and her website is birthandbeyond.net. Thanks for listening.